Guidelines in Practice Instrument Cleaning by Terry Link Abstract Care of surgical instruments and devices is a multifaceted process that begins with an interdisciplinary team's pre-purchase determination that the facility has the resources to correctly process the items. Processing encompasses point-of-use removal of organic and inorganic material, transport to the processing area, use of chemicals and equipment to clean and decontaminate the item, and inspection for cleanliness and function. Failure to correctly clean and decontaminate surgical instruments can impede subsequent sterilization processes and place patients at risk for developing surgical side infections. The AORN, Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments, provides general guidance for care of reusable medical devices. When processing instruments, perioperative team members should use the guideline in conjunction with the instrument manufacturer's validated instructions for use. This article discusses the guideline recommendations related to pre-purchase evaluation, point-of-use treatment, transport, cleaning and decontamination, and education. It also includes a scenario to illustrate these topics. Researchers have estimated that more than 50% of surgical side infections, SSIs, could be prevented if perioperative personnel use evidence-based preventative practices that include effective decontamination and sterilization of instruments and reusable medical devices used during operative and other invasive procedures. Although the number of SSIs that result from inadequate instrument processing is unknown, if personnel improperly clean and decontaminate instruments, the sterilant may not reach all contaminated surfaces, which could result in transmission of infectious pathogens to a patient. The revised AORN Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments, published in October 2020, provides recommendations based on the guideline project team's appraisal of the strength and quality of evidence available in the healthcare literature. The project team used the evidence appraisal score, a benefit-harm assessment, and consideration of resource use to rate each recommendation. The AORN evidence rating model has four levels of recommendation ratings, regulatory requirement, recommendation, conditional recommendation, and no recommendation. Figure 1 shows the criteria for each recommendation level. The evidence table for the Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments, which is available on the AORN website at https colon double slash aorn.org slash guidelines slash about hyphen aorn hyphen guidelines slash evidence hyphen tables provides detailed information on the literature the project team used to develop the guideline. The Instrument Cleaning Guideline addresses 16 topics. 1. Pre-purchase evaluation. 2. Sterile processing area. 3. Water quality. 4. Cleaning products and equipment. 5. Processing before use. 6. Point-of-use treatment. 7. Transport to the decontamination area. 8. Personal protective equipment. 9. Cleaning and decontamination. 10. Cleaning verification and inspection. 11. Intraocular ophthalmic instruments. 12. 
Laryngoscope blades and handles. 13. Prion disease transmission precautions. 14. Records maintenance. 15. Education. And 16. Quality. This article discusses recommendations from the guidelines sections on pre-purchase evaluation, point-of-use treatment, transport to the decontamination area, cleaning and decontamination, and education. After a discussion of the specific recommendations, a scenario describes how an interdisciplinary team determines that an outbreak of gynecological SSIs relates to improper instrument cleaning and decontamination. The scenario details the resultant evaluation and purchase of a new device that Sterile Processing Department, SPD, personnel can correctly and more easily process than the previously used item. Pre-Purchase Evaluation When selecting reusable surgical instruments and equipment for purchase, a product evaluation team should consider the facility resources staff members can use to handle and process the item according to the product's requirements. In addition to the instruments or equipment, the product evaluation team should consider the required cleaning chemicals and decontamination equipment, the facility infrastructure, for example, sterile processing space utilities, and the capacity of the SPD personnel, for example, time education expertise, to correctly clean and care for the instruments under consideration for purchase. Recommendations AORN recommends that before an initial purchase, an interdisciplinary team should evaluate instruments and the equipment and supplies that staff members will use to complete the cleaning, disinfecting, and sterilizing processes. The interdisciplinary team should include perioperative, SPD, and engineering personnel, and when necessary, the team should consult stakeholders with expertise in other areas, for example, infection preventionists, materials management personnel. The team should use a standardized product evaluation and selection process to choose products that are safe, cost-effective, and environmentally friendly, promote quality care, and avoid duplication or rapid obsolescence. AORN recommends that the team choose only U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, cleared surgical instruments. The FDA requires device manufacturers to provide written, validated instructions for care, cleaning, and decontamination of medical devices. Validation ensures that the manufacturer has tested the processes included in the instructions for use, IFU, and has proven these processes to be effective. In addition, during the selection process, the team should determine whether the correct resources are available for performing the processing methods provided in the manufacturer's validated IFU, including whether the medical device processing personnel will be able to understand and correctly use the IFU. Point-of-use treatment and transport. Moistening and removing gross soil at the point of use helps to prevent organic material and debris from drying on instruments. Dried soil or debris makes the instrument difficult to clean and can promote the formation of biofilm, which can interfere with high-level disinfection or sterilization. Prompt treatment and transport of the instruments to the decontamination area after completion of the procedure can help improve the efficiency and efficacy of the cleaning process.
Recommendations AORN recommends that perioperative personnel begin preparation for instrument decontamination at the point of use. Personnel should saturate the instruments with an enzymatic pretreatment product or place a towel moistened with water on the instruments to keep them moist until they are cleaned. In addition to facilitating organic debris removal and inhibiting dry surface biofilm formation, enzymatic pretreatment products can prevent rusting and corrosion. Instruments may become damaged when in prolonged contact with a saline solution, which can cause corrosion, rusting, or pitting. Therefore, personnel should not use saline solution to pretreat instruments. Personnel should transport contaminated instruments to the decontamination area as soon as possible after completion of the procedure to prevent drying of the soil on instruments after pretreatment. Cleaning and decontamination. Cleaning, or the removal of organic and inorganic soil, including microorganisms from instruments, is the first and most important step in the decontamination process. Instrument manufacturers determine and validate the most effective method for cleaning the instrument and provide IFU for personnel to refer to when processing instruments. The cleaning, decontaminating, and handling instructions can vary widely, and some instruments may require special cleaning, packaging, sterilization, or maintenance procedures. Recommendations AORN recommends that personnel clean and decontaminate instruments as soon as possible after use to prevent drying of bioburden and formation of biofilm. Personnel should follow the manufacturer's validated IFU regarding the method, for example, manual, mechanical, and process for optimal cleaning of items. In addition, the personnel should refer to the IFU for information on how to disassemble instruments and devices composed of more than one piece. Education During the pre-purchase evaluation process, the interdisciplinary team should consider education needs and verify that personnel are capable of correctly processing reusable medical devices and instruments. Many devices have complicated cleaning and decontamination instructions with multiple steps, that can be difficult for personnel to accomplish quickly and efficiently in a fast-paced SPD environment without missing steps that may lead to inadequate cleaning. Recommendation Perioperative leaders should provide education activities for team members responsible for cleaning and care of instruments and verify the team member's competency. Leaders should provide initial education activities when new instruments are purchased and ongoing education activities at specified intervals or when manufacturers revise the processing IFU. A partial list of education topics is included in Sidebar 1, and a more complete list is available in the guideline. Scenario An interdisciplinary team at an academic medical center with a large oncology unit is investigating an outbreak of 10 gynecological SSIs that occurred after patients underwent pelvic exenteration procedures during the previous 11 months. The team includes two gynecology-oncology surgeons, an anesthesia professional, the gynecology service line leader, a nurse manager, an infection preventionist, and a risk manager. Surgeons discovered and confirmed the 10 infections after reviewing microbiology culture results 
the causative organism for six of the infections was Staphylococcus aureus. After performing a retrospective review of medical notes, radiology reports, and culture reports, the infection preventionist calculates the infection rate at 9%, compared with an infection rate between 0.6 and 2% for the previous 10 years. During interviews of perioperative and SPD personnel, the outbreak investigation team determines that surgeons used an ultrasonic aspirator during the 10 procedures in which patients developed an SSI. The team also identifies that a recently hired SPD manager changed the decontamination and sterilization process for the device approximately 12 months ago. Previously, the gynecology team nurses followed the manufacturer's IFU and disassembled, rinsed, and thoroughly cleaned the aspirator in the OR immediately after surgery. The nurses then reassembled and transported the instrument to the SPD for sterilization. In an effort to standardize processes, the recently hired SPD manager requires all instruments to be cleaned in the SPD. The updated process includes disassembling the item in the OR, pre-cleaning it at the point of use, and then transporting it to the SPD for cleaning and disinfection, reassembly, and sterilization. After gathering the information, the investigative team meets to discuss strategies and appropriate interventions to prevent additional SSIs. In the interviews, the gynecological team nurses reported that the currently used ultrasonic aspirator is difficult to disassemble and clean. The time required to transport the aspirator to the SPD after disassembly at the end of the procedure averages 30 minutes. The team members speculate that the delay in transport and the complexity in disassembly and cleaning may be a factor in the increased number of SSIs. The investigative team members audit the entire process and determine that the current process challenges the SPD personnel to complete this process correctly and efficiently. The investigative team determines that purchasing a new aspirator that will be easier to disassemble, clean, and reassemble should be more efficient and safer, and that the cost of treating one SSI would cover the purchasing costs. The gynecological team members, materials management personnel, and SPD personnel evaluate and conduct a trial use of several different aspirators to verify that the SPD team members have the correct resources to process the new aspirator and the skills necessary to clean, reassemble, and package it for sterilization. After verifying that the steam sterilizer in the department can provide the required parameters for sterilization, according to the manufacturer's IFU, and with the support of the infection preventionist and the risk manager, the materials management representative for perioperative services convenes the product evaluation committee to determine the feasibility of purchasing the recommended replacement ultrasonic aspirator. The preferred instrument can be easily and quickly disassembled and pre-cleaned at the point of use, transported to the SPD for additional cleaning and disinfection, and reassembled, packaged, and sterilized in less time than the currently used aspirator. The product review committee approves the purchase, and the materials manager orders the replacement ultrasonic aspirator. The SPD manager uses the manufacturer's IFU to develop a policy and procedure on the care and use of the aspirator, and the gynecological surgical team provides a competency verification tool that includes direction on. 
1. Disassembling and cleaning the aspirator at the point of use. 2. Transporting the device to the SPD within 15 minutes of procedure completion. And 3. Reprocessing the device in the SPD. An industry representative provides on-site support during the training period. No additional infections occur in the six months after the introduction of the replacement ultrasonic aspirator, and the interdisciplinary team continues to monitor the process. Conclusion Use of improperly cleaned and decontaminated surgical instruments compromises safe patient care and could result in the development of SSIs. An interdisciplinary team should evaluate the processes for care of surgical instruments throughout the perioperative continuum. During the pre-purchase evaluation, the team should consider the availability of personnel to reprocess the items safely and effectively using the manufacturer's validated IFU. After purchasing instruments, perioperative leaders should provide education on the new devices and verify competency. Perioperative personnel should adhere to the IFU when preparing to transport instruments to the SPD. The interdisciplinary team should monitor processes after introducing recently purchased instruments and address any issues that arise.